Hey guys, we know it's been a few weeks since you've heard from us. Welcome back. Yeah. We missed you guys. We're glad to be back. So over the past couple of weeks, we've been busy, mm-hmm. which is the reason why there hasn't been any uh, podcast we episodes. Up. We know that we have information that you guys need and we'll do better. That's right. So for a quick recap, uh, we were both in Indianapolis mm-hmm. for um, the Songs for the Nations tour, which Mark Crowder opened for that. Yeah. Um, had a the, good time. We also had Arkansas International Camp Meeting last week. Yeah. Uh, didn't sleep much. <laughs> we're real busy. One of the things we did at Camp Meeting was record this episode that you're about to hear. Yeah, we went live at uh, one of our favorite restaurants um, owned by one of our friends. Yeah, Darren Keith. Um, so in this episode, you'll get a deeper look at how he got started in this business. Right. And then there's just all sorts of normal uh, convo conversations that we, that don't even make sense, but convo Sessions. Conversations. <laughs> it's a different thing. Yeah. Um, we do have um, a lot of announcements, actually. Let's hit the first. We have got a couple. The first one, um, st- our friend Stephen at Mike Reynolds. Listen, we're always doing stuff at the church. We're always needing different kinds of mics. Um, when we have our Easter play, we get like 20 to 30 headset mics. You know, um, we are constantly renting stuff. And the guys at Mike Rentals, they just know, you know, they understand church culture. They understand like working with teams. They're just great guys. And we fell in love with them. And, you know, they've given us a real great opportunity, not only for us, but for you guys that um, anyone who wants to try them out and rent something for, you know, an event you might be having, or if you want to record something or whatever, just check out their website. They have all kinds of mics. All you have to do is use the code CONVO15, C-O-N-V-O-1-5, and they're going to give you 15% off the total of your, whatever it is. You can check, rent stuff for one day, a week. It's it's awesome. So one thing I thought that was pretty cool is so right after um, you guys had talked about this, I let Brett know. Yeah. And he was seriously on their website. Really? Um, about to rent. He was renting a, um, let's see, what did he have? He was renting a, a mic pack for North Carolina youth. Okay, 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 yeah. Um, so he went ahead and used the Convo 15, he sent me a screenshot. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I told him, I'd, told him I'd give him a shout out here on the podcast. for. Thanks for making it seem legit, Brett. So the rest of you guys, anywhere, it doesn't matter where you live, they ship. You know, you can call them and get some advice on what kind of mics to use, all kinds of mics, right. handhelds, even in-ear packs. This isn't some random company yeah, that no, reached no. out to us either. This is We've personally used them for years yeah. and um, can vouch for them. Yeah, so. Steven and Jesse, they're all great guys, and they've helped us out of a bunch of jams. And I know they can do the same for you. For Use the code CONVO15, CONVO15. Screenshot, send it to us. Yeah. Their yeah, website is MikeRentals.com. And also, you always get a box of Mike and Ike when you rent with them. So that's worth it. Check them out on Instagram, Mike Rentals. Also, we got a, some new merch that we debuted at Camp Meeting. If you haven't had a chance to pick one up yet. We got the new locked-in pocket sweater. Yep. Um, so this was something that um, I actually designed myself. Yeah, I love good. this thing. Um, Austin did design the lock, yeah. which is a green lock. Yes. Convo green. Um, and then down at the bottom of the pockets, it says locked in. We're getting ready to take pictures and upload that to yeah. the website now. They'll be so. on the site tonight. Also, we got another t-shirt. Has our motto on it. No stems. And it says it like a million times. Yeah. So you can get it locked up in your brain. That's right. 
So check that out as well on the convokc.com. Check us out on Instagram. Um, like, subscribe, and follow our new YouTube page if you get a chance. And we've got constantly putting new things up there. And we're going to be talking about Camp Combo in today's episode, so you don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. It's good to be back. Yeah. Hey, let's not do the intro. We'll do the, use the one that we did live. Let's go. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Convo with Kurt and Colton. Where we hold talk on, hold on, about, hold on. All right. When I tell you, press the red button, okay? But wait, not now. When I tell you. All right. Do uh, you see the red one? The yes. one that's colored red. The red one. No, there's only one. Okay. Maybe a colorblind. Welcome to the Convo with Kurt and Colton, where we talk about music, life, and reality. I'm Kurt. And I'm Colton. And this, this is, is the, the Convo. everybody doing tonight can you guys hear me david can you hear us i don't think so uh how has the food been so far how many of you this is your first time at bennett's do i have any first timer bennett people all right so literally this is how we record the combo right here not necessarily in the middle of a restaurant but with this setup yeah, we're joined by several past guests. We've had um, Mark Crowder on the podcast. Let's give him a hand, Mark Let's Crowder. Give Mark Crowder a hand. A round of applause. We're all big fans here. Uh, we've also had Brittany Scott Brittany on Scott. the podcast. Yeah. Let's give it up for Brittany Scott. Um, we've also had David Jennings. He was yeah, one of our first episodes. Let's yeah, give him let's a give round him of hand. applause. Anyone else in here been on the convo? Matt Ewing. He was on two episodes. He's only double episode. And then we've also had our wives on the episode. So yeah. Did you guys like the episode with our wives? For Jacobed and Haley. Uh, she was here. I don't, she's right here. She was just Jacobed's over here talking to Aaron Long. So has anyone in here not actually ever heard our podcast before? Do you want to admit that right now? You've never heard it? It's all right. Okay. I mean. Wow. Okay. We have a podcast. It's all right. You've never heard it? Okay. You are hearing it. Yeah, you're hearing it now. Give yourselves a hand. <laughs> For our next segment, we're going to be joined by the owner of Bennett's. So many of you may not know the story of Darren Keith, but he's about to tell it to us. Um, he has had a different background in business and has been in the restaurant business for a couple years now. He's going to really quickly share his story with us, um, how he got started and how he got to where he is today. Because this is a beautiful restaurant. I'm not sure how many restaurants you've been to in the Little Rock area, but this is one, definitely one of the nicest ones in the area. And we're proud that he is a member of our church. And we would just like to get him to come share a little bit of his story, how he got started, and how he got to where he is now. Please put your hands put together. Put your hands together. Yeah, come Welcome on. Welcome, Darren Keith. 
If you don't clap, he'll kick you out. Yeah, you can see it. So Darren Keith, I basically lived in his house from the time I was 13 and on. I would be gone for about two weeks at a time, and my parents didn't know where I was at. I was generally at the Keith's house. I'm Darren Keith. You heard it here first. <laughs> so tell us a little bit. So what was the idea that initially got you started? I like to eat food. <laughs> I was going to say that's obvious, but it's not yeah, really. But It really is. Uh, uh, no, I don't know. I, I like... Um, we would have events at, at my house. Well, at, like Colton said, there was always something going on at my house. There was a BDIP party. BDIP party, yeah. So that was real quick. I th- that was something that me and Austin had an idea of when we were about 14 years old. And BDIP stands for Big Dog and Pentecost. And it was just something we w- decided that we wanted to start a uh, just throw a party at his house one night. And we were going to invite everyone that we thought was awesome. And, uh, Actually, we invited Pastor Nathan. We, like, barely talked to him at the time, and he actually showed up. And whenever we saw his car pull in the street, we just started, like, flipping out. We couldn't believe he actually showed up. But Darren was nice enough that we went out, and I don't even want to know how much money we spent at Walmart getting that, or how much money you spent, let me clarify. Uh, but so you basically started there cooking. Yeah, cooking yeah, we, just, we was always cooking food at my house. Um, and then, you know, we like, I like cheese and meats and stuff like that. I was like good, I always like what they call pretty food. Uh, and so um, it would just, you know, growing up, you'd go to your grandma's house, you know, and our church functions and there's potlucks and it's just all this nasty looking food everywhere. Um, it just grossed True. me out. So I, I made up my mind that if he was going to come to my house and eat, it was going to look good. Um, and so that's just kind of how it started. Um, so I made cheese boards. I started making cheese boards. And actually, Liz Ruby, I don't know if any of you guys know her. She's like our church graphic person. And uh, she ordered my very first cheese board. So shout out to Liz Ruby for starting me in business. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that was in 2018. I sold my first cheese board. And um, that's kind of where it started. So from cheese boards... To this steak I'm eating right here, what happened along the way to make that? Um, That's kind of an interesting progression. Yeah. Um, You know, so the truth of the matter was I had a business. I was in a, I I don't know if you ever heard of Service Master Restoration Company, the guys that, you know, the yellow vans, the green vans, yellow vans. If your house burns, floods, that's, I used to own one of those. And um, I did, did okay with it. And I sold it. Because I got tired of dealing with people and their problems. And um, so after I sold it, Pastor asked me one day, he's like, so what are you going to do? And I didn't know. I literally did not know what I was going to do it in my life. I was pushing 40 years old, and I felt like, wow, what's going on with my life? And um, so one day I was sitting at a restaurant on Saturday, and um, I knew my pastor was out of town. He was actually, uh, it was right around Labor Day. And I got a text from him, and it basically told it was a it was a picture of a restaurant, and he he said this is what you you should this is what you need to do. And basically told me I needed to open this restaurant, and um, I replied to him. I didn't know how to reply. I mean, I, I wasn't expecting to get a text from my pastor telling me to open this restaurant, and uh, so I just texted back, "LOL." Um, <laughs> yeah, 
I learned real quick that was the wrong answer. Uh, so anyway, uh, looked into it, went a long way with it. I ended up not opening that restaurant, which he reminds me that of, of that on a weekly basis. But it did kind of steer me in the in this direction. And um, so... Um, had y'all had any, like, conversation about, like, you had, like, a desire to open a restaurant or anything? Or he just randomly... No, he, he just randomly sent that to me. It was weird, um, scary. Because I knew, I mean, he, he, like, when I texted back, LOL, he's like, you know, he said, I sent that to you because I felt like I needed to. And so then that really scared me. I mean, I was like, wow, okay. And um, so it legit scared me. Um, but then I just started making cheese boards. It was right around the holidays. So I sold literally hundreds, hundreds of cheese boards. You could ask my wife. Our house was a disaster from uh, Thanksgiving all the way to the first of the year. It was a literal disaster. And were you making those yourself? Or? Yeah, I would make them. I made them all myself. And um, I'd get up. I would work till like two o'clock in the morning, sleep. I would just go sleep on the couch, wake up, go back. At, I would wake up at five o'clock in the morning and make cheese boards because I was the only one that did it. And um, how I did, how I got started was I posted a picture on Instagram. Austin, my son, uh, as you guys know, he's not just amazing on the drums. He's amazing on photography. And so, yeah, yeah, he is. And so Austin, Austin is the reason that, my social media looks as good as it does. Sometimes me and my staff crash and burn it. And he quickly reminds me and sends me a text of our horrible post that we just made. And he will make me delete it and start over. But he is the reason that my social media does look as good as it does. But anyway, he posted a picture or he created a picture. I posted it. And uh, people started placing orders, and the word just got out like everywhere. It was weird. Colton Duty went a long way and and promoting it as well. And um, I love cheese. I mean, it went from people I was selling cheese boards to people I knew to I was getting message from people I had no idea who they were, and that happened in a span of like a couple weeks. I mean, this wasn't something that took. Obviously, it didn't take a couple years. I mean, it was weeks. Where I went from no one knowing who I was to selling hundreds of cheese boards. And then you went from there to a food truck. And was yeah. the food truck like cheese boards only at first, or did you start with Never food? sold a cheese board on the food truck. Really? No. So um, after the first of the year, again, Pastor, you know, he stays on me all the time. And uh, so he, the Christmas was winding down, and uh, I was in his office. He said, so he said, when, when the holidays are over, what are you going to do? He said, because you know that people's going to stop buying cheese boards. He's like, so what are you going to do next? And I was like, I don't know. And um, just so happened that some uh, a food truck became available to buy, and it's sitting out. It's actually sitting out there. Still have it. Still use it. And uh, matter of fact, my boys are running it now. And um, so I bought that. And um, so I had a food truck, but I didn't know I was going to sell on it. And um, so I just started making sandwiches, and that's how that got started. Wow. And then from the food trucks, you eventually went to a brick-and-mortar location in Jacksonville. Yeah. yeah. And what year was that? When did you? That was – I opened the brick-and-mortar in Jacksonville in 2020, January of – the end of January of 2020. So how would you describe that menu versus here at Bennett's? Uh, Keith & Co. 
And a shout out to my manager. She's standing right there with the glasses. She manages the Keith & Co. Tammy does a fabulous job, does a very fabulous job of it. Um, so Keith & Co. is a breakfast and lunch place. Opens at 7 in the morning, closes at 2. Uh, it's an amazing breakfast, and it does sandwiches. There is no fryers at Keith & Co., so there's no fried food at Keith & Co. Versus here, you can buy fried food. Um, it's a sandwich shop. Um, and it's pretty basic. We do sandwich tacos. Same thing that it's more Keith and Co. Brick and mortar was more like what we did on the food truck. So we did like you know sandwiches and nachos and tacos and that kind of stuff. And that's what we still do. And we'll run daily specials and soups and stuff like that. Um, but you can go there and get biscuits and gravy in the morning. About then, to add pancakes. To the so day. hold on before you continue. So you said January twenty twenty you started. January twenty. I feel like January twenty twenty. Was like right around something COVID. Yeah, yeah. So you decided to start a restaurant when the world was going to end? Right before you, it was ending. Can you describe that experience for us, please? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no. So so when we started Keith & Co., or we opened it, um, we was hearing, you know, you was, we was hearing about Corona. It wasn't COVID back then. It was Corona. You know, so we was hearing all about this Corona. And I, w- I didn't think anything about it. Didn't think it was going to hit us at all. So it just... I was busy doing that, and uh, we even, I think I think I hired someone to do those, you know, those signs that go out on your sidewalk, and I think they made a joke on one of my signs about, you know, we don't serve Corona here or something. It was something cheesy, but anyway. Um, yeah, so that was going on, but just never thought it would affect us. You started with one suite, I guess, there yeah. in Jacksonville, and somehow during the middle of COVID, you added on to that. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming there was a need for additional space. Yeah. And then now with Bennett's, when did you open this location? I opened this two months ago. We'll go back to, to Keith & Co. When I opened Keith & Co., um, it was a one one unit. It was like, it, if you've if anyone's ever been there, it's like one, it's like this narrow. It's a really narrow spot, but then it's got a side off to there like that. So when I opened Keith & Co., it could seat like... 30 i think 34 people that's all it was it was a small really small shop and um so i shut dine-in down and uh sorry i'm emotional that's weird but I anyway, mean, that's uh, awesome people need to hear this yeah, um so i shut it down and i was really you know i got really scared i was like i don't know what i'm gonna do um but a weird thing happened. I w- we was shut down, and we shifted gears. You know, we was doing takeout, but I wasn't really set up for that. And um, I was sitting at the dining room table eating dinner one day, and I got a text. Oh, actually, I got a message. And shout out to Facebook pages. If you own a business, you need to be on social media. You need, it's, it's, a, it's a double-edged sword. It is. But I was sitting there, and a lady messaged me and asked if I would take my food truck and set it up in a neighborhood in this random little town called Austin. So if you're from here, Austin is literally a hole-in-the-wall town. And I was like, okay. I was like, this is all right, yeah. What do I have to lose is basically what the deal. I'm, you know, I don't know if you guys heard the message the other night. It was like, what do I have to lose? So I um, took the food truck to this little town called Austin and for dinner. When we got there, let me back up. Um, Things started, you know, my business was doing okay, but it was I was scared. So I, I, I felt impressed to uh, give a certain amount 
of money to the church every day. Not, not once a week. I would literally give a certain amount every single day. I would go to, we have text to give. So I would text to give that amount every day. Um, and when I felt impressed to do that, I was like, man, I don't, I don't know if this is going to work. Cause this is a lot of money that I'm just going to have to shell out every day. And you know, daily wasn't bad, but if you look at the whole picture of a week, it's like, wow, this, I'm, this is a lot of money, but I did it. And, um, so I, w- I hadn't done it this day yet. And my guy called me, he was on his way to this event in this random town. And he called me, he's like, man, the door of the trailer just o- swung open and hit this lady's car. And I was like, man, if my life can get any worse, you know, it was just, I was just feeling sorry for myself. And uh, it was like, the Lord spoke to me. He said, he said, you haven't given that amount yet today. And I was like, Lord, not today. I'm not, not today. Let's do just leave me alone. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, but not today, I, God. Yeah. I was like, not today. And, but I did, he's like, no, you need to do it. So I did literally, I was driving down the road and I, I texted to give it, got the problem resolved with the, that individual, that individual ended up telling me, I didn't, we busted the light, never had to, there was nothing ever became of it. Got to the event which was in a neighborhood. We were setting up in a neighborhood. And when we got there, there was 40 people standing in line waiting to eat. We, uh, we didn't take enough food. They operated for three hours nonstop. When we, clo- when we ran out of food, there were still 50 people in line. It was nonstop. Made so much money. And, and it was like, it was, so it was, that, it was that I felt, you know, that was a confirmation. I gave that offering when I felt like I shouldn't or couldn't. And, it was just, and so it just springboarded from there. Um, and then it, the, where my space was, the, uh, landlord came to me and he's like, you know, he said, those people that was going to sign that lease didn't sign that lease because of COVID. He said, do you want it? And I was like, well, I don't know if I, if I expand, I mean, I'm, my restaurant shut down. And then it, it just occurred to me, he was like, well, that's the best time to expand. You know, uh, you're closed. So expand. So we did. And so when I was able to open back up, you know, they opened restaurants at 25% capacity. I was, I was able to open back up and not lose any seating because I, I had expanded. So that's how that came about. That's awesome. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about who's in the kitchen now? Because this food is incredible. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have amazing staff. Um, I, I don't, I'm fortunate in the, right now, as most of you know, in the restaurant business, it's not only hard to find people, but it's hard to find good people. Every last person that you see here are phenomenal, and I couldn't do it without them. Um, so I'll introduce them all to you. I, I introduced my manager at Keith & Co. That's Tammy right there. She's amazing. Come on, you guys make some noise. Tammy, Tammy. There's Malia. Malia. Uh, awesome. What can we ask you so can I... I'm going to tell something on, on Malia. She's going to hate me. She's going to hate me, but it's okay. We hired Malia on, and um, she was here about a week and decided she was going to quit um, and go to work at Red Lobster. Uh, <laughs> and we hadn't done a dinner service yet. And so when we did do a dinner service and found out how well people tipped here in this city, she decided to stay on, and we're so glad that she did. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Malia's awesome. Cassie, 
That's Cassie right there. Unbelievable person. The kindest person is wrapped up in Cassie. I told someone just the other day that if I called Cassie at 1 o'clock in the morning and told her that I needed her to drive to California and pick up a pet monkey and drive it back for me, she would do it, no questions asked. That's not a joke. That She's really that kind of a person and uh, so amazing. She's actually the front of house manager here at Bennett's, and we're so happy to have her. Uh, there's Kat right there. That's Tammy's daughter. Um, Kat is a server here, does a phenomenal job, never complains, does a hard job, hard, hard work, and we're proud of her. There is um, Mr. Terrell. Mr. Terrell. That's my dishwasher. Let me tell you something. Let me just tell you something. If you're ever in a busy restaurant, tip the dishwasher. <laughs> I kid you not. Those people are the one that makes, that keeps the place going. You don't even realize it. A dishwasher keeps your restaurant going. And I promise they're, they are an integral part of a restaurant. So, no joke. It's the truth. It's the truth. There's Andrew right there. Andrew, he's a, he's a line prep cook. Um, cool story about Andrew. Andrew worked, this was a restaurant before I moved here. It was an Italian restaurant called Zafino's. It'd been here for 30 years. Um, COVID kind of did him in and it was a sad story, but because of it, I'm here. Um, so Andrew was actually an employee of Zafino's when they shut down and what left there was working at Buffalo Wild Wings and his dad came in one day and said, my son needs to work here. And we're like, yeah, of course, every parent says that. But an hour later, Andrew showed up and we interviewed him and we hired him on the spot. Andrew never complains. He's, he's, an, he's an amazing, amazing young man. And we're proud to have him on the staff. Really are. Great job. Where's Manny? Is Manny back there? Probably working. Well, there's Aaron. Aaron is my manager here at Bennett's. Um, Aaron is a... Aaron has toured the world as a singer and praise worshiper. Man, we need to hear him sing tonight. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we really do need to hear him sing. He's a phenomenal, he's a phenomenal singer. All joking aside, he really is. He was a, he toured the world as a worship leader. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, we got it. Um, so, anyway, he's he's a phenomenal manager here, and we love him. Uh, there's Chris Busick. He's the the big mean looking guy back there. He's not mean at all. Really. Chris has been with me since Keith and co. He was my chef over there and we brought him over here and Chris literally does anything I ask without complaining. And I'm so, so happy for to have him. The other guy that uh, has put this menu together tonight, his name is Guillermo. Guillermo is actually the head chef of a fine dining restaurant in Little Rock called Brave New. And he works there at night and he is the, chef here at my kitchen during the day so we i have actually have a very fine dining chef that works in my kitchen every single day that i'm honored to have um and so yeah he put this menu together also helped put my brunch menu together if you haven't tried our brunch here brunch is my favorite brunch is i got chicken and waffle sunday not just because the poutine's on it yeah yeah so i I was it's, it's a crazy story but yeah i have a fine dining chef in my kitchen right now and uh so it's it's a really cool deal so i've been blessed i'm super blessed i I don't really know what else to say but that i'm blessed and this is this is just all a result of it's all glory to god so listen my question is this 
Uh, what's next? Because every, apparently everything you touch turns to gold. So what's next? Seriously, what has Pastor Nathan told you is next? Actually, maybe I should ask you that. <laughs> He did. Tell Maybe me we something. should call him on this and ask him. <laughs> well, he did, he already did tell. Oh, me. he told you already. Yeah. Do you want to tell us? You want to just? No, no, don't tell us. Don't yeah, tell us. I can't tell. We'll just wait. It's interesting. I will tell you that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. We can't yeah. get to it right now. All right. Let's give a big round of applause for Mr. Darren Keith with Bennett. He's opened up his restaurant for us. That was really good, Darren. And to all the staff. All right, well, that was a great time there at Bennett's. Yeah, it was um, really cool to hear the audience response and all the talking. As you can probably tell now, the crowd is no longer here. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, neither is the food. We had like a top <laughs> chef there that night. It was yeah. It was great. We so were if you, eating on a lot of the, so excuse our mouthful, talking with our mouthful. Sorry, mom. It would be cool to do more stuff like this in the future. Um, if you think so, shoot us a message. Let us know that you're interested. We'll try to throw something like that again. Um, we actually had some live music. We had Matt Ewing on bass mm-hmm. and then Kurt on keys, me on guitar, Austin, Austin on drums. On drums. Yeah. Mark Crowder came up and sang. David Jennings yes. came up and sang. So it was a really cool event. Um, so for everyone that made it, we really appreciate your support. Um, and like we mentioned earlier, we're going to be using um, some of those proceeds from that to further our um, convo reach and throw some other events that will benefit you so we appreciate it yeah so if camp convo is something that you think that you'd be interested in shoot us a dm we can give you more details until further notice stay tuned yeah make sure to check us out again next week we've already got an episode ready we've got matt ewing again part three back by popular demand he says some awesome stuff on this one you're gonna like it yeah so don't miss it we've also got the church media podcast coming up Mm -hmm. soon um and we've actually brought in another special guest just besides not only Austin Keith, we've also got Liz Ruby. Yeah. And if you don't know Liz, you're going to want to check this episode out. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thanks again for listening. Make sure to leave us a five-star review. Unfortunately, at this time, that's all we accept. Um, so if you'll leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you're listening, we would greatly appreciate it. All right, guys. I'll check you out next week.